we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Services. Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Are you recording? Yeah. Isn't that supposed to be green? No, it's supposed to be red. Were you recording that whole time? No, it's only been going for just a minute and 42 seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah. If it's green, that means we're not recording. I see. <laughs> Welcome uh, back. I feel like I can't hear. Isn't that always? There we are. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. All right, welcome back, y'all. We are back at it again for another episode. Um, Thank you all for the amazing support thus far. Um, You guys are super, super great. Um, You've been a great audience. We'll be here all week. So how was your week this past week? Um, I'm tired. Why are you tired specifically? I'm just sleep. This job is exhausting. Why was it particularly exhausting this particular week? Let me tell you why. I don't know if you heard, but I went to Miami two weeks ago. Yeah. We talked about it. Mm Mm-hmm. I came back from Miami and was immediately in the LRICU oh. where everyone weighs. Well, actually, they're not all heavy because they're all, you know, malnourished, but they're dead weight. They're dead weight. Yeah. Sack of potatoes. So it's just like heave ho for five days, four days. Excuse me. I was off on Monday. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't get to sleep, I guess, over the weekend. So this week was just hard. I feel like you've been going to happy hour like every day. Yeah, that's cool. Based off your Instagram story. <laughs> I'm mildly depressed, but yeah. it's fine. just drowning in alcohol. So yeah, I'm probably not getting good sleep either, but I'm just, yo, and You know what rain. helps with sleep and insomnia? My apothecary CBD. True. I need mm-hmm. to, I do the, um, I've been taking the pills at work because my back was messed up and I yeah. need to start doing the oil before I go to bed. Yeah. <clears throat> you're wheezing again i know dude what you need fuck? ecmo why is it that you wheeze when you come out is there something in my house that's making it's probably, you wheeze? honestly it's probably carpet oh yeah I want, i'm trying to get rid of it at this point you have to it's a it's a health hazard yeah me. well i'm trying to get rid of all the carpet downstairs um and just put not hardwood floors because that's expensive faux vinyl planks i'm just like who even has real hardwood floors anymore nobody nobody they rich seem, people wealthy people yeah it seems like very hard to to take care of yeah nobody got time wise. For that. yeah mm-hmm. i don't know about as laminate that's the way to go yeah laminate because you, you can put your little swiffer sweeper on it and call it a day i just want the look of wood yeah i don't even want the real look i want because i want it more gray because i'm gonna paint my kitchen cabinets white at what some is point. with all the gray why is interior design gray 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 now because gray is like the new like white I it's just like don't fuck with the gray why not it depends know. on what type of gray if you're getting like a a grayish which is a gray beige at times or if you're getting a cool gray warm gray stuff like that so like in my room here this is a cool gray because at certain times it looks a little blue mm-hmm. but then the daytime it looks actual gray so i like this color of your room yeah i just there's something about the overdone gray or the gray floor with the gray wall 
yeah. with the mar the white marble countertop and i'm like can we just yeah it's kind of like the the that whole chic modern kind of look yeah like the modern for. farmhouse yeah which i absolutely love i fuck with a belgian farmhouse that's been my vibe lately belgian farmhouse yeah mm. a lot of textures a lot of warm whites yeah i like i like bohemian bohemian's cute i could get with behind yeah. boho yeah all right, welcome to sheep. our uh, interior design. Yes, podcast. we have now switched off to the face-off with interior decorating. Um, well, How was your week? My week was actually pretty good. I had a new student that started. Well, first of all, before I talk about her, I had jury duty. Um, I know you guys jury were waiting duty. to hear jury what happened duty. with that on Monday. Um, and first of all, I live outside of one of the main counties here in San Antonio. So I had to go to this like little hick town and first of all i was praying the whole time that i did not get pulled over because they there's they have like these little speed traps where oh you can go 75 miles an hour and then two seconds later oh 40 miles an hour and you're like bitch i cannot slow down that fast and got showed up to the courtroom which was the smallest courthouse i had ever been to in my life um and i haven't been to very many courthouses but my godmother obviously is a retired judge and so yeah, i've seen sure, her in action that's why you've been to the court well i've been to court once for a ticket um and the cop did not show up which is great so they adjudicated it whatever that means i just didn't have to pay it which was great so this was a very small courthouse and there were a shit ton of us and we all did not fit in the courtroom and they were trying to figure out like they had different groups that arrived at different times so it pays to be late to jury duty just fyi pays to be late um so yeah that went great and then my student started um this week and this was her first clinical super nice girl so i'm excited um for her to be able to learn everything that she can so other than that um today i saw my massage therapist and again he was just rubbing on my booty like he loved me so yeah it ended very well i'm highly considering lifting my massage ban for my birthday you have a ban on massages i just never have a good one and i don't enjoy it it's like not for me well i don't know that i want you to go to mine because that would be considered cheating because he would be cheating on me with you i'm i don't i first of all i don't think you have claim over his life and i would be paying mm, for the service the tips that i leave i kind of do yeah <laughs> I wasn't planning on going to your massage therapist. Oh, okay, just checking. I would never. I gave him a good tip today because he really rubbed my booty very well. You scare me, so I would never cross that line. <laughs> um, but friends don't use friends massage therapists. Yeah. <laughs> I'm considering trying to dip my toe back into massages. My I body think is you jacked, dude. My body is so jacked. When was the last time you had a massage? Uh, I think in Greece. When were you in Greece? Like year, like 2016, maybe. Oh yeah, you need a massage, especially with the stuff, the kind of work that you do. Um, and we'll talk more about that with your bambi legs in the rehab corner. Yo, but, um, I don't even want to. Yeah, we'll talk about that. I later. got, I got stumps over here. I got yeah, thick and, legs, and I did not help her at all. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> Alyssa. <laughs> but um, yeah, you need to go and get a massage because massages are are just they're just like chicken noodle soup for the soul. You just need them. Huh? Yeah, you absolutely Agreed. need them. Yeah. When I was when I first came out of PT school, I was religiously getting them things like every week, and I was spending so much money um, because I didn't have a house, obviously. <laughs> so, um, and I was just happy to not be asking other people for money. Anyway, so we're gonna get right into it. Uh, so this week, the CDC, if you guys have not heard yet, the CDC. Actually, before we get into that, today is my birthday. Happy birthday to you! So we're recording. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday! You missing in Spanish for you? Cubliano Saki. No, what? That's Los Mañanitas. Oh, what's Cublianos? What does that that's mean? That's happy birthday. I mean, it's just different. Los Cublianos Saki. Feliz cumpleaños, mija. Oh. Gracias. Nena. Um, 
yeah, this so. is your bilingual episode of <laughs> So yeah, today the, when this episode comes out, today is my birthday. So happy birthday Taurus to me. Taurus season. We are out. Bums out. Sun's out. Bums out. Um, yeah, and I won't say that, but I'm excited. I'm excited to be a year older, a year wiser. Um, if anybody sees my husband out there, please tell him to come home. I tell him I miss him <laughs> and I love him and I just want him to be well. This is going to be a good year for you. It definitely is. It has no choice but to be. Right. I'm manifesting everything every day. I'm rooting for everybody black. Yes. And myself and my husband and my kids. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So anyway, back into the, the situation. Um, the CDC has now changed their guidelines with regard to mask wearing. And this week they announced that if you are fully vaccinated, that you can now go out into the public, whether it be crowds or, uh, you know, small groups without a mask. And let me tell you, people are taking full advantage of that shit. They definitely Case are. in point, Friday morning, went to Einstein's Bagels. Man was wearing a mask. I just looked around like, surely the staff will tell this man something. Yeah. No one said anything. I was freaked out. Did they have a sign on the door that still said, oh, no, you No, they a took mask? it off. They took it off because I looked again. Um, and then I went out yesterday and... No one was wearing a mask. Well, see, here's the thing. I'm well, no, I won't say that. I'll say maybe like it was 50-50, but it's just weird to see people's faces again. Yeah, I'm I'm not vaccinated, but I am still going to wear a mask for a little bit because the thing is, I have not had a common cold since COVID started. Do you and get it's colds been a year. usually? I don't, um, but at least like once a year, I'll get like a little allergy kind of thingy, like mm -hmm. especially when the, I think because it's been raining here so much, it hasn't happened yet, but um. When the cedar goes really high here in oh, Texas, yeah. my allergies cedar go fever. crazy. Yeah, it goes crazy. And usually I'll be out for like a day where I just can't breathe. Eyes are puffy, nose itching, nose running. And then the next day I'm perfectly fine. Huh. So I usually have just one day where I'm down a year when the, the cedar is super high here. But it's been, like I said, it's been raining so much. So we haven't really had a chance to get that, which I'm happy about. But yeah. My thing is, how do you know who's vaccinated and who's not? Well, you don't. And the thing is, Dr. Fauci did an interview and people were like, well, yeah, they asked that same question. He was like, well, the reality is you don't know. And so we're just looking for people to be honest. Okay, well, we've tried the honor system bullshit and it ain't working. People are here trying to get fake vaccination cards. You think people are going to be honest about the fact that they got vaccinated or not? Like, oh come on. Gosh. It's crazy but yeah i it, there I, has to be some kind of rapid test for antibodies um i would hope they develop something else like i'm thinking traveling wise if you could there has to be or just like concert wise or something yeah. there has to be some kind of rapid test yeah because certain countries are still requiring that you get like a, a COVID test but then there are more people that are showing up with positive COVID tests um right now um, even after being vaccinated, but obviously their symptoms are much more milder, which the thing is the vaccine does not prevent you from getting COVID. Yeah, it, it makes your, exactly. It, yeah. It makes your symptoms less. So hopefully you hopefully won't, won't die. die from COVID. <laughs> exactly. But you'll still get the little, just like the know, flu shot. Yeah. Just I get the flu shot. I can't guarantee you're not going to get the flu, but I can almost guarantee exactly. that you won't die if you do. Exactly. Hopefully you won't end up in an ICU on no. VV ECMO um, as a result of that. So yeah, so that was uh, pretty interesting. So um, y'all just be safe out there. Just if you're going to be in large crowds i know the cdc has said that but um for those of us that are not vaccinated just keep wearing your mask just wear it for the rest of the year you've already done it for a whole year so it's it's not a big deal anymore um but i tell you what i'm not getting that flu shot again because now Fuck i know the flu shot now i know i can survive with a mask on if for I, a whole year if i can survive COVID, i can survive the flu exactly Famous last words watch me be cannulated next year wait you never had COVID season. though right no i never had no your brother did. i tried hard yeah. as i might did not get it 
Oh, you kept telling your brother to get back in the house. So tell That's true. Um, so also in the news too, um, with regard to, or on the piggybacking off of the COVID thing, the COVID situation, there's been a lot of lawmakers that have been, not necessarily lawmakers, but uh, political figures that have been trying to coerce people into getting it um, by different uh, creative ways. So oh, the Ohio governor announced that any adult who gets vaccinated will automatically be entered into a statewide $1 million lottery. Bro, and you only, okay, first of all, you only have to have at least one dose of the vaccine. Yeah. Right? Second, God, I'm wheezing so bad. You're wheezing really bad. Second of all, I'm gonna have to prop up, I'm gonna orthopenia myself. Um, prop myself up on some pillows. <laughs> yes. Um, And they're giving away five full scholarships to public institutions. That's insane. Yeah. I'll so the whole time you could actually, you had the money to do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're like, Hmm, what are we going to do with all this COVID money? Yeah. Well, even, um, was it New Jersey or New York? Uh, I think it was New Jersey's mayor, um, Palacios, Dave Palacios, whatever his name is. Um, he was sitting on air eating some shake shack or, sh or steak and shake, whatever fries and burgers well, is it and shake, shit. Is it shake shack or steak and shake? Because that makes the difference for me. I've never had either. Well, no, You've I've never had, had no, no. Shake Shack. I've never had Shake Shack. That's not in South Florida. No. Well, oh, because it's from New York, right? Yeah, we've, I've North. never had Shake Shack before, but I had definitely have. I mean, Steak and Shake is fucking. Everybody's had that. I don't think but, I've had Steak and Shake. Really? Mm, wow. I have had Shake Shack. They don't. Mm, do they have Steak and Shake here in Texas? Austin. Oh, okay. I was gonna say yeah. They don't. They don't have it here in, in San Antonio. But um, yeah. The 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 mayor was on TV talking about yeah. You know, if you get vaccinated, we'll give you a voucher for some free fries. Oh, because Americans can't afford fucking fries. What the fuck is wrong with you? I want here's okay. What do you think would make it worth it to you to get vaccinated? Like nothing, if, nothing. Oh, I actually, I lied. If you pay off all my student loans, there you go. If if Joe Biden says that if you will be willing to get vaccinated, I will pay off all your student loans. Now here's the thing, Joe. You're gonna have to pay them student loans off in real time. It ain't gonna be no <laughs> like, oh you get your thing yeah. and then you come back for your no 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 bitch. That's As that not syringe how it is pressed all the way down, I want to be looking at my balance and see it go to zero. Matter of fact the balance needs to be paid off in full before i get it he'll do 50 he'll do like 50 percent with the first shot yep 50 percent with the second absolutely i would definitely do that that's that's the price i would pay to get a vaccine is to have all my student loans paid off nice absolutely what so, if he was like <laughs> you can get the pfizer and have 100 percent of your loans paid off or you can get the johnson and johnson no wait the Pfizer and 50% of your loans paid off or the Johnson and Johnson for a hundred percent. Johnson and Johnson. I'm, Johnson. I'm taking a chance. I'm taking it. You're going to have I'm taking it. I, listen, brain I've been, bleeds. I've been taking my vitamins faithfully for three weeks in a row. You, I, I have think seen I have you've a, been doing that. Yes. I'm popping pills. Okay. Popping pills. Not your own ex girl. Pop a pill. No. Okay. Uh, it's fine. I'm going to have to get Darren to get the lyrics on that okay. one. I don't know what that is. No worries. Um, also two in the news uh, this past week. I think the whole entire these United States has felt this right. So there Crippling was anxiety and depression. Yes. Because of a cyber attack that occurred with the, one of the uh, largest pipelines in the United States that halted gas, <coughs> the delivery of gas. I didn't feel it. No. Cause we're in Texas. Cause we're in Texas. But my yeah. mom had texted me on the Thank way God for your work. mom. Shouts out to Alyssa's Yo, mom. She stayed. I don't know what she gets news alerts or she's just steady on Twitter or Fox News is just consistently playing in the background. Your mom's probably a CIA agent. She probably is. Every time some yeah. shit like this pops off and I'm always like, you're being dramatic. It happens. Yeah. She texted me and she was like, hey, you need to go fill up on gas when you get home. Fill up your brother's car too. Gas shortage. Don't know what's going to happen with the gas. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, what the fuck? 
And I tell everyone at work, like, hey, y'all heard about a gas shortage? And everyone's and we were like, like what? no. No, I don't know. <laughs> we're such in this medical bubble. I know. Got home, sure did see it all over the news. Yeah. Like, Damn, good thing I got gas. It was crazy because I had just filled up on Sunday, but then I, because I had jury duty on Monday, and then this all happened on Tuesday. Um, I just went and just topped off and that was it. I didn't fill up no gas cans. But then people just started being really stupid and ridiculous and started filling up three and four and five, six gas cans. Like Bill Miller tea containers. Then people started putting them in trash bags and I'm like, do you know what the fuck gasoline does? You will die. (laughs) This one lady, she had bags of gasoline in in the trunk of her car and she was driving home and somehow it connected with something and literally her car caught on fire. And I was like, you just wasted all that money on gas and now you lost your car. You're an idiot. Take what you need and get the fuck on. Yeah, that's always the problem here. Everyone starts freaking out. It's not even here, because even in Florida, my sister, she was like, she had like a quarter of a tank of gas and everywhere she went, there was like no gas. And then she finally saw one and she said gas was almost like $4 a gallon. So she was like, I only got a half a tank. I was like, bitch, why didn't you just fill up? <laughs> like, she's like, cause I knew I was gonna go back down at some point. Did you really, did you? You can't ever be, remember we all said that when uh, yeah. snow had happened, we're like, just get a couple of things from the store. It's only last night, bitch. Listen, famous last words. I am a multi hurricane survivor. Okay. <laughs> I am from South Florida and I know how to prepare for disasters. Plus I'm an apocalyptic guru. And so I am prepared on that too. Zombies snow. I'm your woman. Lord, except for camping. I don't do camping because that's not, um, we still have to go camping, but anyway, um, yeah, so that was that was really weird. I think p- things have kind of calmed down a bit, though, because um, even American People remembered Airlines, we're fucking from Texas and there's oil everywhere. It's very true. Like, I mean, we're, we're drying up, but it's everywhere. Yeah, and then people on like TikTok were like going in and were like, oh, so all y'all people that uh, was picking at us when we had snow, now your bitch asses ain't got no gas and we got all the gas. And I was like, God damn, y'all so mean each other. Do you know details of the cyber attack? Of course I don't, because I don't no, watch but the you know, news. You know what's getting on my nerves though? How everybody keeps attacking everything else but Sally Mae's student loans. And I don't understand why. I need Fed loan servicing attacked, but yeah. Yes, because I'm, I'm with them too. You. I need Fed loan and Yo, Navient. just take out the government. Just take, just every student, listen. Student loan Sector. Great Lakes, Navient, Fed Loan, take them all out. So far, so there. Sorry, I interrupted. You. No, you're fine. There was a tweet that was like um, Gemini's, and it was like, "You're talking while I'm interrupting." I thought of you. Okay. Okay. Anyway, have you watched the docu series <laughs> on Netflix? They all the ones where they like explain shit. There's a topic, and they'll be like, "Here's this about this." Anyway, there's one documentary. On, yeah. Okay. I hate you. You're so annoying. <laughs> I love you. That's why I don't share opinions. <laughs> um, there is one on money. So like the okay. first one is about uh, scams, Ponzi schemes, cryptocurrency, yeah. MLMs, all that stuff. The second one, this may be out of order. One of them is about student loans. Oh, bitch! Biggest scam ever. Biggest scam ever. Biggest scam. And they were talking about how during the pandemic private institutions public institutions all their enrollment went down but for-profit colleges skyrocketed oh yeah and how student loan interest or student loan loans in general started as like low interest mm-hmm. loans to get more people into college yeah. because of all the like race to space and mm-hmm. stuff and all of those things and how screwed up it is now and how yeah. you end up paying more in interest than you do for your original loan yeah you do crazy shit. it's it's insane college college to me is one of the biggest scams and the reason why is because of the financial institution that backs these colleges. And no one in the world has money for college. Let's be very clear. Unless you are born into wealth, you have a trust or your parents, you know, know about it from very early on and put aside 25 or $50 every month for, you know, these little grants and all that kind of stuff. But the reality is no one has money for college and they know that. And they, you know, the, the, 
um, economic system has set it up where they push these degrees and having all of this knowledge and blah, blah, blah for the right price. But then when you get out there and try to get these jobs, how many people have all these advanced degrees and have no job? It's all networking. Exactly. And then you have so many people who have degrees. Like there's like this little series that's on social media. that's like, tell me what you got your degree in and tell me what you do now for a living. And people go, they veer totally completely off, you know, the, the ramp when it comes to what they got their college degree in and what they're doing now. So, yeah. It's an, I remember learning in high school, like uh, in South American countries, mm -hmm. college is paid for, right? Public yeah. institutions, but it's a lottery. Like mm. you have to score this much on a test. You have to get paid. It's like you jump through hoops to be able to go to school, yeah. which sucks. But then I'm like, what's better? Everyone can go to school and is in crippling debt or not everyone can go to school, but it's free. And you have to work harder to get there. So only the smart survive. I would probably still choose loans. <laughs> Cause I'm not gonna work hard. I'm not gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's rough. I'm not gonna. I mean, even at that time, even if I didn't have the degrees that I have, I still wouldn't have done it. Cause literally, I got an AA on accident because I had too many credits, and they were like, "Hey, you can turn this into AA. Great, awesome." But then even too, like, yeah, I, I'm just mm -mm. you lose. That's too much work. Lose. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, speaking of losing, Chick Fil A is currently losing right now. Um, losing my fucking money if they don't get their sauce up. Yo, so along with the gas shortage, here we have another shortage. We just talked about how ketchup was a shortage and chicken chicken nuggies and now freaking chick-fil-a sauces is having a shortage so they're going to be limiting the amount of sauces that they give you just when you think the year can't get worse um chick-fil-a we were all rooting for you two steps forward one step back ah, mask man. off chicken nuggets down chicken nuggets down and sauce <laughs> it's ridiculous the sauce maketh the nugget a lot of the times uh it makes everything absolutely did i tell you about the one time i tried to make polynesian sauce rice sorry <laughs> nope love to hear about this is it, when though. there was no shortage and i was in pt school and this is when the sauce was plentiful oh absolutely flowing. you could i would go to chick-fil-a and i i don't think i was vegetarian at the time and i used to, i used to go and get like a little 10-piece nugget i think that's what they had and then i would get the fries but i was like can i have extra polynesian sauce and they would give me like 10 polynesian sauces which is great and I would go home and I would just empty out the sauce packets and I used to make jasmine rice and put the Polynesian sauce in there because I was like, surely this sauce can go on anything. That was the nastiest fucking rice I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and I literally had to, I literally wasted it and had to um, throw that whole thing away. I was so mad. That sounds was, That sauce is too thick. It was disgusting. It was absolutely disgusting. I don't know why they my They changed their Polynesian sauce probably around 2008. I'll never forgive them. I don't feel like they have because I wait 2008 was I eating Chick-fil-A at that time no that was too expensive for me because I was <laughs> again I was in was I an undergrad yeah I was an undergrad and yeah I was on the Chipotle I think Chipotle had just came that out was it for you yeah so I never really went to Chick-fil-A like that I'd have to fact check myself but around the time when they were reinventing all of their sauces because yeah. I like the honey roasted barbecue sauce that comes in a squeeze I never even knew they had that that's my favorite one but it comes in like a squeeze ketchup packet oh. but the honey roasted barbecue sauce was the original Chick-fil-A sauce really and it was in a Chick-fil-A sauce packet but then when they redid all the sauces they turned that into the honey roasted barbecue sauce they came with a new chick-fil-a sauce and that is the time when the polynesian sauce changed mm. someone please support this so was the old recipe sweeter or what did it taste like um was it tangier what i can't give even... us your thoughts <laughs> thanks it was um, so long ago you can't remember i think it was a little thinner and a little sweeter mm. 
I'd have to really sit down with some Polynesian to give you my thoughts because I don't like the new one. So you need to say you need to do a taste test on. I need a taste test. Yeah, okay. maybe I'll find some like old, old, old Polynesian on eBay or something. Cool beans, cool beans. Yeah. All right. Well, also I'll keep you updated. Keep me updated, definitely. Well, on a little sadder, well, not little. On a sadder note, um, unfortunately, but we got to talk about it just real quick. Um, all the stuff that's been going on. First of all, we want to um, say that we want to send our prayers to. Um, the people in Palestine, all of the Palestinians, there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on between Palestine and Israel. Um, and there's been so many different facts that have been coming out with regard to the United States and their involvement, you know, with Israel being an ally and all this other kind of stuff and just all the bombings that have been going on. Um, so we are definitely sending our thoughts and prayers um, to the people of Palestine um, that this this tyranny, this attempted genocide and this war will literally come to an end. Um, because this is, it's horrible. Like the pictures and videos that I'm seeing is, it's like gut wrenching. It's absolutely gut wrenching. And it's over nothing, literally. Like when you break it all down, like land, oil, it's all this political bullshit and you're killing people over, over nothing. It's insane to me that there's still wars over not even land specifically, but like, um, I, ideas yeah like what things stand for right which like you know everyone's very passionate about mm -hmm. things i get it but it sounds so archaic like oh yeah definitely but i don't know you'd think of all the progress we made like this yeah. would be one of those things but you know when it, one group of people is super it's all it's always when it when you when you peel back the layers like an onion it the root of it is always supremacy and it's always oppression like one group trying to oppress the other group for no real reason like there's never any real reason to oppress a group of people but even now in 2021 like let's move forward okay this is humanity like this Onward is dumb seriously like we're all, all every country is dealing with a pandemic at this point you got india mm. running out of ga gas running out of uh, oxygen in their hospitals i mean people dying on the streets i mean they literally have had like over two hundred fifty thousand deaths in the last couple of weeks with, just from covid and i'm like really israel come on now damn you may think i'm wrong and controversial opinion but i really think gen z is the one that's gonna pull us out of this Really? They're all peace, love, mental health, medicated, and I think... But do you guys have strategy is the point? No, no, not at all. You Did just you call it out. Did you see the SNL episode of uh, the Gen Z hospital? No. Holy moly. You have to watch <laughs> oh, it. I'll send God. it to you. It's hilarious. That's funny. I can only... But I, I do think that Gen Z is a generation of um, people calling out shit that the, you know, millennials, baby boomers, all of us, you know that we had dealt with and that we kind of just lived with it. Mm. We That's knew it, it we is. knew it was toxic. Exactly. We knew it was toxic. Um, but I think Gen Z is definitely helping to what, what? And I think it's because y'all have this sense of entitlement. I'm not Gen Z, ma'am. You are Gen I'm Z. I'm a millennial. I'm like one of the last years. You're 90. You're one of the first years. We're 10 years apart. Yeah, no, it's 1980 is the first year of oh, millennial. Yeah, I'm 94. Oh, that's right. 95 starts Gen Z. I'm right at the well, end. Well, yeah, you're too close. So we're just going to go ahead and put you in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think millennials were the generation that were like, 
we're going to call out the things that were happening to us so people are aware. Yeah, and we're Gen the generation Z, of hope. Yeah, and Gen Z is the generation of we're calling out the motherfuckers who did it yeah. and we're putting you on blast. And we're going to get you fired from your jobs. And I we're going to make up a fucking TikTok <laughs> dance about it and yes. dance on your grave. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Progress. Every 10 years, baby, we're making it. That's very Wait, true. Wait, a millennium is See, not that's why See, that's why I'm putting you in Gen Z. <laughs> you are absolutely, I've knighted you. You are in Gen Z. Definitely. I hate my life. Definitely. Um, well, also too, some other stuff that's going on. Um, Ellen DeGeneres is after nineteenth after her nineteenth season, she will be ending the Ellen DeGeneres show. First of all, I had no idea it had run that long. I didn't either. That's almost that's. Whew. But didn't Oprah Winfrey do the same thing? Didn't she cut off at nineteen seasons? Maybe that's just your expiration date. Yeah, because she left CBS. I think at nineteen seasons. I, honestly, but the thing is, oh, I think Ellen Ellen was obviously forced out because of all the stuff that was going on with the the uh, workplace harassment, hostile work environment, um, allegations and complaints, and all that kind of suits and the suits that were going on. Um, and she gave an interview and was very emotional. And she was like, I had no idea that this stuff was going on. And I'm just like, mm. do you, did you not? Ellen seems to me like the popular girl who everyone is friends with and everyone will always be around and go to her parties and laugh and include them. But everyone is like mildly scared of them and yes. also hates them because they're rude, annoying and bring up shit. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. Cause she, even some of the things that she does on her show, it's, it makes me cringe a lot of times. I love Ellen. First of all, I, I, I am a fan of Ellen. I'm a fan of her stand up comedy. I'm a stand up. I'm a fan of her show, but there are some cringe worthy moments where you can tell the guest is uncomfortable and she will push and push and push and push. And it's like, just stop. They clearly don't want to answer the question. For the Just ratings, stop. baby. That's what I'm saying. So like this this whole idea that you you weren't aware of the toxicity, like it's bullshit. Cause I'm quite sure somebody told you. Yeah. I'm quite sure somebody told you. And but the thing is, the good thing is she did at least take accountability and was like, listen, you know, no, I didn't see it. I didn't I wasn't aware of it, but my name is on the show. This is it, you know, it's my reputation that's on the line. And it just is. So it is what it is. She's gonna go on YouTube like fucking James Corden. So or she's gonna keep doing interviews like Oprah. Like Oprah's oh, like, Oh, I'm retiring yeah. from my show and here this bitch is with a whole ass network doing She's like oh, the money is calling. Exactly. I'm just like well she's, she's like, I'm just gonna it. open up my garden home. Yeah, she might as well. All right, let's just take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. CBD is one of many restorative compounds found in the cannabis plant. Its benefits include decreased pain, improved mood, decreased anxiety, and much more. Some of y'all know that I have crazy ADHD, so I'm heavily medicated at all times, and I've been taking CBD oil at night to kind of calm me down, get me ready for bed. 1010 would recommend. Worried about regulations? The passing of the 2018 Farm Bill made hemp-derived CBD legal to sell and consume. So yes, CBD is 100% legal and perfect for every person of legal age. My Apothecary's featured line, Broad Bloom, offers broad-spectrum CBD oil drops, sports cream, and soft gels. These products have no THC, so you can stay fly without the high or zen without the spin. Shop now at www.myapothecary.com and sign up for their newsletter to get exclusive offers, product releases, and CBD news. Remember to always check with your healthcare provider before consuming any supplement. You must be 21 to purchase and consume, and shipping is only available in the U.S. of A. Don't forget to shop at www.myapothecary.com. Um, all right. Some other stuff that's going on in the news. Um, 
yeah, Tank, the singer Tank, R&B singer, he's going deaf, completely deaf in his right ear. Listen, I'm not trying to be dramatic, but name one Tank song. Um, Emergency. Oh, yeah, that um, one. Okay, cool. I Can't Make You Love Me. Um, I just wanted to make sure you knew who we were talking please about. Please don't go. Um, he has, I mean, his whole album, Sex, Love, and Pain, Chapter 1 and 2. Um, baby, I deserve to... I hear Tank. I mean, like, I hear the name Tank, and I know who that is, but the song. He's the black guy don't. who never has a shirt on, but he has, like, killing abs. Yeah, got it. Uh, the original Trey Songs, but. I'm sorry, what? The original Trey Songs. Don't you ever put Trey Song, <laughs> Goat Sounding Ass, and Tank in any sentence together. He ever. always looks like Twitch to me. Don't ever disrespect Tank like that ever again in your life. Okay, like I, yeah. This man is a legend. I'm sh yes. Okay, so you can yeah, tell me this isn't Trey Songz. Like this is a Trey Songz album cover. Ma'am, who did Trey Songz get it from? No, I know. But this I'm man's just been saying. in the industry longer than Trey Songz has been alive. Anyway, and he doesn't sound like a goddamn goat, and he can play all yeah. instruments. I hate that guy. Anyway, um, he's going deaf. Which ear? The right ear. Oof, that's a good one that's rough like to be like it's just like a surgeon like getting his finger chopped off you need to watch sound of metal tonight please yes, i will please watch it i will i definitely will all right last thing but not least this is actually your story that you brought up with regard to uh the little four-year-old <laughs> oh my god y'all did you see that four-year-old who got on his mama's phone i'm assuming and ordered twenty six hundred dollars worth of spongebob popsicles from amazon that's definitely something he my nephew would do. He is so proud in that picture that his mom posted. He's just standing on all these boxes, eating his SpongeBob popsicle. First of all, how much dry ice did that take? Seriously, and I would have beat his ass. Also, like, <laughs> what the? It should not be that easy to buy that. Well, the thing is, because with, with remember when uh, these Echoes and the Dots first came out, <gasps> oh, you and could you order on Amazon? you could order, and the thing is, they automatically link your credit card oh, that you bastards. buy Amazon Prime stuff with. So if somebody says, "Hey Alexa, order me X, Y, and Z," that bitch would order that shit. And then they started putting these parental guidelines where they're like, oh, "Okay, you have to confirm it." I took that shit off immediately because people were were buying a bunch of stuff, or their kids were without them knowing. I would um, beat that have you ass. seen the new google home and how it can make appointments for you it calls people this one does that mine does that maybe so, i should have told people i have that oh anyway they did the i'm new, getting rid of it anyway because it's a it's it's a secret service um apple has the keynote but i don't know what google fucking calls it but the assistant it's google assistant the, so uh, when they're presenting it and talking about it he's like this is it. and it, it's a woman it's not like a siri voice it's like no. a woman's voice and yeah, she's sounds, like hi i'd like to make a hair appointment for da 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 and the, yeah I, that's insane to me. well because you know google i feel like is pretty much like the uh prototype of ai they, I feel like they spend the most money in AI. They have the most tech invested in AI. And yeah. so this is why theirs is a little bit more superior. I just think their interface is not as stable as like um, some other, like it's it's just not as stable to me, I feel like. but yeah. Facebook was doing hella AI, but they had to shut it down because it was getting too smart. Yeah, but but that's the thing. You you build technology and it it matures. Technology is good. Like you, can, I watched like, iRobot. I know what can. But that's happen. what I'm saying. Like even you just putting in. People think it's just oh you're putting in these codes. No, the codes are just like DNA. It's it can mutate, mutate and it's learning from the 
each other yeah learning. oh god and so it'll just and, and one day it's just gonna get out of control that this is why technology is going to ruin the world what i is. do fuck with is health ai that shit is so cool to me well you know there's a lot of companies that are coming out with a lot of like healthcare tech jobs and stuff which i am actually trying to get into that um so i won't say my ideas on the podcast yeah, don't, but, don't blow it you know but I, I think it's pretty cool i had heard about like three years ago that they wanted to do AI in your toilet. So it takes a stool sample every single day. So it can literally track what's happening. That's to too far. Your body. What? That's so cool. Because That's then if far. I'm diagnosed with some weird cancer, I can, they can be like, you know, after so much data, they can start tracking it or telling me, Hey, you might want to go get checked out. Because You're going to have a Google probe up your ass looking at your stool. That's yeah, disgusting. If it helps me live forever. Yeah. Hell no. Mm-mm. That's too far. Well, I'm going to be fucking, 30 flirting and thriving forever and you're gonna be old and wrinkly Mm-mm. just mm-hmm. take probiotics you're fine how will i know unless i get a stool how will sample? i know if he really loves me how will i know speaking okay. of singing mm-hmm. jay-z will be inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame wait the rock and roll hall of fame or yeah. like the hip-hop no the rock and roll like the big hall of fame why he's not a rock and roll but the rock person. and roll hall of fame is just like the hall of fame just for musical hall of yeah, fame yeah it's like but the just musical call it that. hall we'll of call fame it rock well because it started as the rock and roll hall of fame because you know when the white people oh. stole the music from very true the black, black people, people it was rock and roll mm-hmm. and that was all the music anyway gotcha congrats to him that's awesome beyonce's husband we we're very proud <laughs> love that kobe was just inducted into the, the nba hall of fame was he not when he was alive no they just did it and uh oh, tim duncan too yeah him and tim duncan okay here's the thing about tim duncan I think Tim Duncan needs to have a conversation with Peyton Manning because I don't think he's handling retirement very well. Did you he's see these not, locks on his co- head? Oh, he did that as soon as he started coaching. He's trying to regain his Who is he coaching? He coaches the Spurs, kind of. He's like an assist, like a side. He looks weird. He looks like a serial killer, and I don't like it. I it's want because to he's it got off. this young little wife now, and he just lived his little quiet but NBA life, and now that he's retired, he's just like, I'm young and rich. What I am just, I going to do? I just want him to scream one time. Just scream one time. He'll never do it. Yeah, he won't loser definitely not but yeah I, the um vanessa bryant posted all these pictures of natalia their oldest daughter wearing the, the jacket yeah, oh god so cute i just kind of hate everything now that they do with his family because it's so sad like i know they're carrying they're on his legacy it's but so it's so like you can't even really rejoice and be happy for the moment because it's just it's crippled by this dark cloud that him and his daughter were killed in a, in a plane crash like it's like I, I almost kind of want them to just go away for a little bit. It's like, you can't really Get rejoice. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping when she goes to college and starts doing shit. That, yeah. You know, I think she'll be an amazing businesswoman, but it's just, and especially too, for that little baby. I mean, she's not a baby, but the littlest one, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, she'll That's never get to dude. know her dad, like for real, for real. But even speaking of athletes, um, did you see that there's an athlete, uh, there's a band on athletes for uh the tokyo olympics yes for dude, people wearing... no uh political or protesty yeah shit, which is crazy i mean not crazy tokyo's a wild place so yeah, if anyone like so. if there was going to be a hard ban on anything socially aware I, I, would, I, I would say asia i would think it would be china that would be more because they're communists um or maybe I mean, they were at one point they're probably just trying not to rock the boat or anything but um yeah i get it formula one this past season they were all about black lives matter because really? their fucking shining star of a driver is yeah. Lewis hamilton he's black but everyone was wearing their fucking black lives matter shirts yeah. they were taking all these pictures every race they were wearing them i wonder how that's going to affect people wanting to like literally competing because you know 
competing for the Olympics or preparing for the Olympics is such a big thing where you are literally training for years. You know, you're training for three up to three years for these games and competing. So I wonder, you know, how many of these athletes will really stand on the guise of that, that, you know, they are representing the United States of America and will they choose to either go against the grain? Because I don't think you want to get arrested in a China, in a Japanese no, prison. No, we're not doing locked up abroad. No. I think no. it's a, there's a very, I want to say big split, but I also feel like many people go back and forth between like, I am just an athlete and I yeah. do just want to get in and do my fucking job and be good at it mm -hmm. and not have to make any big political statements that can ruin my money and my endorsements yeah. and how, my fans because I just love what I'm doing and mm -hmm. I want to do it. And then they're also like, I do have this platform and I do have this ability to speak out yeah. on things. And I don't know. It sucks. It just sucks if you had to go to work every day and someone was like, well, what is your opinion on this? Yeah. And then you can't give it because of something that's really not even tangible i mean yeah. a gold medal is great but it's not tan it's the gold medal itself is ta is tangible but you just wanting to be a winner is not tangible you yeah know what I'm like saying? i've worked my whole life to just be good at this one thing yeah. and like i know there's crazy shit going on in the world but sports is something where like it doesn't matter what the fuck color you are because if you beat someone's ass at something you beat someone's you beat ass at exactly something. but i think too even for not just black lives matter but even you know all the things that are going on with other countries because the olympics is a worldwide right. event and so this is you know like you said these are this is the time for these athletes to be able to voice their opinions about what's going on in their perspective countries mm -hmm. and it's like if they cannot bring you know the world into it at large then you know that's doing a disservice to your country. They're going to be, oh, you traded, you just want to win, you motherfucker. But you don't I'm really sure want us to, you know. probably like, listen, we need to make money from this and we're yeah. not going to have anything fucking it up. So no one come in here with some crazy shit. I mean, I totally get it from the Olympic standpoint, from, you know, Tokyo standpoint. And and I, I think they're probably, Tokyo's not banning it. I'm quite sure it's probably the Olympics, allegedly. Yeah. But I, I get it. Who runs the Olympics? Like, who does that? I think it's like a team. I want to, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's like a team of people. Like, you know how, like, like the United the Nations. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like, like that and they everybody has the, you know they have to come to agreements i think there's a representative probably from each country that um is represented there on the board to make decisions that would make the most sense yeah i'm i'm, I'm nothing has been confirmed but i'm just gonna go ahead and go <laughs> i like it i like it yeah all right so uh let's let's talk about something fun let's talk about something fun do, 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 do. first and foremost what are we listening to Nicki minaj new music out do we think this is her Beyonce version of post baby sexy? No, no. Okay, good. Because I feel like, okay, here's the thing. I don't have an issue with Nicki Minaj, right? Um, I actually used have to, a problem. Well, the thing is, I used to, I really used to love her when she first came out. I thought she was a breath of fresh air. But then I think with all that stuff that came with Cardi B and like Lil Kim and all that, and it's it kind of seemed very much so like you know only one female can be out at a time right and i feel like with megan and the city girls and cardi b and all these different people that are coming out you know they've all been able to exist together mm -hmm. and it just seems like nikki is always on the other side or maybe the media makes it appear that way right i just feel like after she had the baby is or because of the things that she was vocal about like especially when cardi b got pregnant she was so vocal about oh i can get pregnant and no man ain't marry me and blah 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 and then all the shit that she went through and now her husband is he even still in jail Kevin Petty? Yeah. Uh, not sure. Right. And then she had the baby. And then like, even when she made her announcement, I was like, you're in this little office and it just looks like there's a downgrade. Like maybe she got rid of most of the people on her team or something like that. I'm not sure. I feel like people were poisoning her ear and that was making her crazy. Some Joffrey shit, you know, like paranoia. Yeah. Like oh, I yeah, think I she that. was already paranoid. Well, just like 
you're one of the only female rappers out. You're yeah. working hard as shit, but you're also on Drake and Lil Wayne's team. Not, I mean, Drake and Lil Wayne are great, but I yeah. feel like she was working her ass off and they were always more popular because they're fucking Drake and Lil Wayne. Because they're guys, yeah. yeah. So she was and she was just, always going to be seen as the bitch exactly. because she's vocal. So you're always around that shit. Yeah. You're pissed because you're working your ass off mm-hmm. and no one's appreciating it. And yeah. then finally, I just feel like it, it takes one person around you and your team to put some shit in your ear and start shit. And she's, remember her Queen Safari? Radio? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Safari got out just in time. You really did. But um, Queen Radio was crazy. She was always acting crazy on Queen Radio, yelling yeah. and shit, saying crazy shit. So... Yeah, I think too because when it's the thing is people people around you like you said they build you up and they put you on this pedestal and then you start believing that your shit don't stink. And then when you do that, you have to be brought down to size because even when Remy Ma came back out and literally she She threw the shit out of her and it was just like you can't even respond, Nicki Minaj. You can't. You gotta pull a Drake and be like, I I would respond, but it's just too bad. It was like Remy Ma set the tone, and then when her and Cardi B got into it, like. It was just like you had Team Cardi B, Team Nicki Minaj, but to be honest with you, Nicki Minaj, you were losing. And then Meg Thee Stallion came out, and then Remy Ma tried to do this whole big thing where again it was like the summer jam where she had all these female rappers and stuff, and it just seemed like all the other female rappers. What it appeared to be was that all these other female rappers were pro women empowerment, mm-hmm. and Nicki Minaj was just on the other side, like no bitch, I've been on top for the past ten years keeping this shit alive. And where the fuck was all y'all? That's what it feels like. I yeah. feel like she is very much like pay homage. Right. I was here when y'all weren't fucking here. I've been working my ass off. I made female rap cool again. Yeah. But female rap was never gone. I know. I think just like Lil Kim and then who? Eve. You still have. The problem is that the, because the industry is so male dominated, you needed multiple artists at the same time to yeah, go big. Which is because, what we have now. Exactly. Because Cardi, because Cardi, Cardi B came and out. Megan all Meg, on the heels of each other. Mulatto, the Young City Girls, Young and May. They all came out at like around the same time. And all of these women are mega stars at the same mm-hmm. time because they're, they're literally feeding off of each other. Like let's not let this male dominated world make us piss on each other. Yeah. And instead of Nicki Minaj, what it appeared to be was that Nicki Minaj did not do that at that particular time because even when Eve was out Miss Yelly of course she got sick and all that kind of stuff but you had so many other rappers that were still out but then too who was closing the door on them because the door was open for Nikki yeah. so it appeared that nobody else was there but they probably were but they were probably also being silenced as well too yeah because she was the more popular and, and her image was out there and you know so I don't know it could be that way my dream situation would be a revival of Roman but I just don't think it's happening listen Roman's Revenge favorite Nicki Minaj song. yeah definitely oh, like that's what I'm saying I, and I, that's what I want Nicki Minaj to get back to like all mm-hmm. this extra petty shit I don't really care about that I just want you to get back to who we knew this gutter like hustling you know Trinidadian it's the wigs, New York bitch. bitch like Queens like that's what we want back from Nicki I Minaj I need more shitty wigs more fucking crazy outfits yeah I just think she just again people have made her into this put her on this pedestal and put her up there on a petty stool petty stool and she just <laughs> she did she believed that her shit didn't stink because even with beyonce i don't know who beyonce's friends are but you need to get some people like beyonce's friends this bitch is like an international superstar and nobody even knows her tiktok or i mean not her tiktok her yeah. her snapchat she has like the same three friends that's what i'm saying but the thing is she has not changed who she is you are literally able to grow with beyonce you know no matter how many army singers come out she stays true to what she does she gonna come out when she wants to this bitch don't even have to open her mouth to do promo. She just puts it on Apple Music and crashes the fucking internet. 
I love how she puts like, out her on. like uh, Instagram photo dumps, no caption. She's exactly. Just like, I blessed your timeline. Don't fucking ask for anything else. But pretty much, and, and I, no one does because we can't. And the thing is, you know why Beyonce does that? Because she can. Because she's fucking Beyonce. She's Beyonce. You don't have to form. Once Nicki Minaj came out and established herself as this international superstar, there was nothing else she really had to do. But she was when always Cardi grasping B, for shit. Like yeah. she's trying to do it. It's kind of like how, Car how Cardi B can't handle being famous ever. How she's always popping off the fucking yeah. fans and shit. Because she's not used to it. Because she's not used to yeah. it. It was like Nicki Minaj just always thought there was more that she had to prove and more that had right. to be done. And she had to be doing more music. And da -da -da. So she kept putting right. out shitty single after shitty exactly because even with cardi b i think because cardi b is what from what i what i see on social media cardi b is a very she appears to be a very grounded person the fact that her grandmother still lives in the bronx she still hangs out in the hood like even being cardi b and being this international superstar but seeing that you go from you know you live in a mansion and you you spend the night in your mansion every single day but then when you want to go see your grandma you go back to the hood so that reality is constantly planning your face mm -hmm. but when you're so far removed from it then you're just like, yeah, well, we got to work harder. We got to work harder. No, you actually don't. You're you're already there. And I'm not saying don't achieve to be better, but the reality is there's some things that once you get to a certain level, you're not going to have to do again. And I think Beyonce has mastered that art and Nicki Minaj is still trying to get there. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a mindset. But good luck for her. I mean, love that out. for her. Um, watching. I finally watched Without Remorse, the Michael B. Jordan movie. Yes. How did you like man it? man can do no fucking wrong. Him and Lauren London, Yo, I'm just... Convince me that it's fake. That's a real couple. That's how I know that him and Lori Harvey aren't really fucking dating because no. if he can make me think that him and Lauren London are actually married in that fucking... Well, she was in the movie for what? Three minutes? Three minutes and then she got killed. And then she got killed. Ooh. Ooh. No, everybody know that. That's, that's in the preview. That's not a spoiler. Yeah, that's that's the, the whole fucking... I, I thought I almost spoiled it. But even, story. even too, Tessa Thompson, when he was uh, in Creed three Yo, times... I was like, you love this death thing. He, you can love no, me that way. He didn't even look at Tessa Thompson that way. He was in He's in love with Lauren London. They, he has they to are be. a couple. It's the fucking dimples. Yeah. That's why I'm like, this Lori Harvey relationship could be a complete fucking fabricated lie. Oh, it's definitely. He's just a good actor. Yeah. Him and, like, like, no, you cannot convince me that him and Lauren London did not, like, have a thing on camera. They like, had to, at least. Yeah. There, yeah. there's That's chemistry. She didn't even, Nunu didn't even have that with T.I. in ATL, mm -hmm. okay? I, literally watching her, all I could think about was Nunu. ATL. Yeah. <laughs> Rashad. No, no. Um, yeah, it was good. The action was phenomenal. Yes. And I loved his, um, his like, sidekick, the... Uh, that the, girl from Queen and Slim? Yes. She she did such an... I can't remember her character's name in the movie, but... Uh, Greer. She, Greer, yeah. She did absolutely amazing in that movie. She's I love beautiful. their dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, it Rocking was Rocking a good. shortcut. I love it. I know. I really did like it. His body changes in every movie, and it's insane. Yeah. Because he had to beef up way more for Creed. Yeah. Well, he had, like, boxer slim build for Creed, but in Black yeah. Panther, he was just, like, big as shit. Yeah. And that, I, his body changes all the time. I love that. Anyway, we love a dedicated actor. Yes. Uh, so I saw that Shadow and Bone on Netflix. I just finished that series. I need to. You said it's a book, right? Yeah, it's a book. I need to watch. I, I, I saw the preview, but I didn't. I was like, huh, it's too much like Chronicles of Narnia or some shit. It is not. So. Chronicles of Narnia. I'm upset <laughs> that you even said that. Anyway, <laughs> I, um, I've been on some fucking therapy bullshit, I guess. I watched Couples Therapy. It's on Showtime. It's just this. It's literally just recordings of people's therapy sessions. Yeah. With their significant other. It's heavy. People be dealing with some real shit. I forget that like adult marriage problems are like real fucking crazy. They are. Because you know why? People don't talk, Alyssa. People literally do not talk. You get in these relationships and it's just like these blinders are over your eyes. And it's like, how in the hell could you be with this person for years and never ask them, do you love yourself? 
Well, that's even what the uh, this couple on the on the couch. Yeah, this one was a uh, an addict. He just got out of rehab. His partner was saying, "I finally feel like for the first time." you know, we're at home together and mm-hmm. you're there and you're present and we're in this relationship and I know you and all of these things. And he was like, I agree. And I think there's all these things we need to talk to, but why can't we have those conversations at home? And his partner was like, I don't know. Like we can't have these conversations. Yeah. At home. So I'm like, do you just, does everyone just need to fucking go to therapy so you can have the yes. space to fucking talk about this shit? You just want like a neutral ground and an unbiased yes. third person. Absolutely. Therapy is amazing because it pulls stuff out of you that you would otherwise not unlock yourself. You will unlock it in the privacy with yourself, but you won't have the vulnerability to open it up to somebody that you love. And I just, I've never understood that concept of not sharing with somebody that you love and you say you want to spend the rest of your life with or whatever, even in platonic friendships, like how can you say me and you are best friends or whatever, but there's a, but you're afraid to be vulnerable with me. Like that makes no sense. Like I, I understand the concept. It's just some deep rooted shit. I, I think because I've just been through, I, I've all, even as a kid, because I have, I have always dealt with a spirit of abandonment, right? Even being a kid and being and growing up in a two parent household, that's just growing up in a strict Christian household. You feel abandoned because there are certain things that you cannot do. You always feel set aside. And so even in adulthood, I've always kind of made a commitment to myself that you will never leave this earth, not knowing how I felt about you. I don't care if it hurts your feelings. That's not my intent, but I am going to go to bed peacefully. And I'm going to ask the question, like, even when it comes to like dating, people are always like, don't ask these questions on the first date, bitch, you lost your fucking mind. Who taught you how to be a man? You want to know how, who taught me how to be a woman? Okay. Do you love yourself? Do you love based off survival or do you love based off condition? I need to know these things before the goddamn menu hits the table. Okay. (laughs) Before you even bring the water, let's get these questions under control because that's when people get in these relationships and they're in the relationships for 10 years and like, we don't know each other. What the? What the fuck were you doing for 10 years? It's insane. Dude. It's crazy. But I love shows like why, that. I know. This is why I need people to know that your actions directly affect your children and they will pay thousands of dollars figuring them out in therapy 30 yes. years later. So stop fucking up your kids. But you know what, too? I think on the defense of parents, I think we as children need to cut our parents some slack. You know why? Because we demand a lot from our parents and they don't have it to give us. You cannot tell me that again. My parents are baby boomers, and they were my well. My dad is from the silent generation because he's forty two. My mom is a boomer; she's from forty nine. The problem is that in their generation, they did not talk about certain things. Everything was about appearances. What happens in this house stays in this house. You know, when it came to even we talked about in the medical field how people don't feel like they should ever question what a doctor does. They're just supposed to go along with it because that's what they were taught. They couldn't show us or show me and my siblings how to defend ourselves because they had no one to do it for them. And so we, even though parents do a lot of toxic shit, right? Some of the stuff, the toxicity that they do is literally passed down and they can't help it. We, we want them to do certain things, but the reality is that they don't have it to give us. It's just like if a person doesn't love themselves, you're, I'm doing everything for you. Why can't you just love me? Bitch, they don't even know what love is. So you can't expect something from somebody that they don't have it to give you. Yeah. No. You so know? I need everyone from that's our age. That oh, has yeah. We don't have no excuse. Access and knows yes. what the fuck mental health is. And has TikTok. And has TikTok <laughs> where you have free resources, bitch. Yes, absolutely. I need everyone to realize your actions directly affect someone who has no fucking yeah you know choice but to live with that for the rest of their life yeah i mean needless to say i'm addicted to that show 
I love I love shows like that. Also started watching Black Love. Have never watched that before. I can't believe you've never watched I've that before. I've never watched. First of all, I love celebrities. That's your white side. I love out. Black Love. It is. It yeah. is. Um, I'm obsessed and what the fuck? Those stories, I love how they put it all together where they start, how did they meet? How did they know they were the one? When they got married? And then what they're like, and what's thoughts? the messy shit? Exactly. And then you hear it, you're just like, bitch, y'all Damn. went through that? That's why you never... That's why you should never be jealous of someone else's relationship because oh, yeah. you don't know the shit that they're actually going through when them doors are closed. And every story is like, well, that was the first time we broke up or that was the third time yes. we got together. Or I love when they're like, there had been shit that was happening, but she just said some offhanded shit and that was it for me and I was fucking done. Yeah. I was like, damn. I know it's it's crazy. Like or they were he struggling. Fucking messed around on me and had a baby, but we're still here together. <laughs> Child, listen, there are just some things that Monica Fleming will not put up with. And having a child outside of a marriage is one of them. With the T. Okay. That's hard stop. Let the people know. Absolutely. Hard stop. I, mm -mm. And Lord, please don't ever put me in the mode to try to see what I would do in that situation. Lord, I am not, I'm not that kind of soldier, Lord. I'm not. The guy who that happened to went and told his wife, because they were separated at the time-ish, mm -hmm. but he had cheated on her because they were they were still married yeah they got that girl pregnant went to go tell her and she said you know how mad she was but she's like i'm not leaving you and he said he was so afraid because he was like this bitch is gonna fucking kill me like i know she's just gonna oh, kill yeah. me if that's a woman's why, calm yeah that's why she's gonna take me back and i was yeah. like damn that's a good that's a good play yeah that would make a fucking marinate on it mm -hmm. yeah for years yeah this is why when women are silent don't trust us we're gonna end up on an episode of snap if a if you know you've done something egregious and your others, your spouse is like, we're gonna get through it. Don't eat anything they cook. You're gonna die. <laughs> You're absolutely gonna die. Yep. Have you seen the previews for the new Cruella Deville? Yes. Yo, love Emma Stone. Emma Stone. It's a Emma fox. Stone, British. Never thought I wanted it. I want it. Yeah. I, I'm just curious. I just hope they don't mess it up because I love the original stories from Disney, and it's mm -hmm. like when you try to revamp it. It just turns into something that I don't like. But this so. is like a Cruella Deville backstory, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I'm down with that because I don't know anything about Cruella Deville other than she tries to skin the puppies. That's very true. So I think that this will be a good movie because it is telling the side that nobody ever knows about. It's kind of like we don't uh, know why she was so angry. It was why? like Maleficent. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love that movie. That was a good movie. Angelina Jolie, she does. Oh, she's so an good. amazing actress, even though she broke up. Uh, brad and jen yeah anyway. but mystery and mrs smith a fucking classic listen i will watch it over and over and over again on so fx good. and i on know what FX, happens it's always fucking playing on fx fx, FX that and transformers yeah always always on on FX. FX. definitely oh and um, and the mummy's always on tnt yes definitely definitely and then um what's the other one um like the wolverine and all that oh x-men x-men is always on uh fx fx too. has a type they do definitely action all right uh backflip into the rehab all right corner. let's go into the rehab corner they tried to make me go to rehab i, I said go 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 hey yes i've been bad but when i come back you go 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 get your ass in that corner hey welcome to the rehab corner everybody what are we talking about in the rehab corner today i want to talk about being abandoned by your fucking you have a spirit of abandonment <laughs> i was abandoned by you bitch during a transfer yes you were i'm gonna kill your ass <laughs> would you like to tell the people or would you like for me to tell them <laughs> no you can tell them first of all this bitch picked up an eval knowing that my list was not great that day right it was your just list fell apart my and i was trying to help apart. you get productivity she picked up an eval and didn't even tell me she had picked it up 
And I said, hey, I just heard they put in orders for this room over here. She goes, oh, yeah, I already picked it up. I said, well, did you tell them I was going to pick it up too? No. Needless to say, we were off that entire fucking day. Wait, listen, Alyssa and I are rarely ever off. And Friday, yesterday, in the year of our Lord, 2021, May the 14th, we could not get our shit together as a collaborative effort. Usually we are hold the Justin Timberlake yes. in sync, but it would just was not happening. I've never had that issue with Queen the or Audrey. Okay. I don't know what was going on. Anyway. We, I think we were just both. We just could not get in sync at all. Yeah. We couldn't get in so, sync. So we picked up the eval. We're walking in. And uh, did I know 100% what was going on with this patient? No. Brief chart review. Talk to the nurse. Yeah, we talked to the chart review. Talk to the nurse. I said, give me the rundown. What happened? He told me. I said, cool. We walk in. This motherfucker's not wearing socks. And I know we're going to get him up. So I said, hey, you stay in here. Get the social. I'm going to go run and get the socks. It took me a while to get the socks. By the time I get back in the room, they're already trying. They're starting to move and groove. Throw the socks on this man. We get to the edge of the bed. And I'm on his, towards his back. Mm -hmm. Monty's standing in the front. And she starts raising the bed, which is usually an alarm for me because I'm like, we lower the bed so their feet hit the ground Mm -hmm. because you want them sitting up. Yeah. So I'm like, why is this bitch raising the fucking bed? (laughs) I come around the corner of the bed. (laughs) I am literally first thing out of my mouth. I said, sir, how tall are you? He said, six, five. Fuck me, dude. He, this man was tall. Because I struggled getting him to the edge of the bed because I have got, just got my nails done. (laughs) (laughs) I did the stupidest thing by putting acrylic on my nails. Anyway, so I can't, I couldn't grip the bed pad to fully twist him off the edge. So he's like sunk in this really weird place. But then I was just like, yep, he's super tall. Because his feet were already hanging off the bed. But I was like, maybe it's just the bed, the foot of the bed is just, you know, uh, shrunken down. But no. He was... He was a giant. He was like probably, I think he's 260 or something. No, he was 280. 285. 285, mm-hmm. 6'5. Yeah. Like, this is a big fucking man. All right. Mm-hmm. And he's been in bed for a couple days, but he looks really young. He should be able to move. Yeah. Whatever. So he's sitting at the edge of bed. He can't even really hold himself up that well. He keeps falling back. So I'm already nervous. But he's <laughs> falling back because he has, he had lines in his groin. So he's in pain. His legs are painful. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't register. We knew he was right. weak, but that wasn't what right. registered. And he's us. like controlling his lean back to yeah. the side. He looks like he's just chilling on the bed. So I'm right. just like, you're fine. You're fine. Exactly. All right. Monty's been doing this thing lately. She thinks it's real cute, but like she knows a patient <laughs> is men, maybe mom. She's like, I'll transfer him. Right. And then we get someone who looks a little rough. She's like, so you're going to do the transfer? <laughs> so she gets all of his lines ready. We're Your back is there. 10 years younger than mine. She tells her student, hey, go get the walker. The student takes the walker out. She goes, oh, no, you're going to need to put that on the. Oh, I was like, put it all the, the way, all up, way up. As high highest, as it can go. Highest fucking setting, bitch. <laughs> and I don't even have extenders, so that still was too oh, short for him. Man. I, okay, so I go to transfer this patient. This Monty might fucking co-pilot is holding his lines he has one iv <laughs> and one and line. Line. <laughs> she's got she could basically hold them in the cr- little nook of her finger very that's true. all she's doing very true i tell this man hey i'm gonna give you a hug in my mind i'm like honestly he probably doesn't need a full transfer like this because he's yeah. probably strong we could have side by side it because he had his arms he didn't have a sternal a sternal yeah, he, he didn't even have a cert he was doing great so yeah. i was like hey you know what just for shits and gigs i'm gonna give you a big hug you grab onto my elbows we're gonna rock forward three times on the third stand right up okay mm-hmm. nothing to it the bed's already fucking elevated to heaven because <laughs> you're so tall you should be fine should be easy yo we did a one we did a two we did a one two three i rock forward and immediately get stuck halfway between in a squat in a squat y'all I pray. I said a little prayer to the Lord. I said, please, for the love of God, do not let me Listen, drop this nice black man. They said, no, this is the sound that I heard. <laughs> okay. You ready? 
Yeah, I'm ready. All right. One, two. Now the came from both Alyssa and the patient. And when she gets stuck in this squat, all I see is Alyssa like vibrating in real time. So fucking fast. Like the first scene from Bambi when he's born and them fucking legs is about to go down. That's literally what I see. You, this was some fucking power lifter shit yeah everything i had i drove into just making sure he could get vertical he was body mechanics me- were trash and you had that hump in your back and i was like oh bitch i can help you <laughs> because listen i went to squat his knees were in my fucking chest there was no i was like i was basically having to transfer him from a full stand because yeah, he's so fucking tall yeah <laughs> jesus christ yeah it was he, the patient got to the chair safely and what was my because usually when you have two pe- therapists in the room, one is doing the transfer. And if it looks a little ugly, the other one just kind of helps from the hips, in, yeah. pops him up from the back. Because sometimes people need that little booty push. Yeah. Right? Nah, this bitch stands there the whole time with I her did, two little lines in her finger. Here's, here's the thing. She, goes I, in, she said, was, hold on to her, sir. Because yeah, he tried to stand <laughs> up. You were hugging him and he would not put his hands around you. So his hands were just grasping air. And I'm like, sir hold on to her like you can touch her it's totally fine you're not sexually harassing her he was her. trying to be polite but i he wish was. he would have just grabbed anything yeah he because he was just like oh and i was like okay we know why you came in mr <laughs> cardiac arrest we don't want you to have another one and then die and then in my brain i was like he's a young guy he's not gonna need that much help like i'm totally fine same same yeah and when he when you didn't get there i was like ooh. <laughs> Ooh, ooh. She said, ooh, and stood there. And was I like, did. Just voice commands from the corner. Because it was Friday and I was like, my back is already fucked. Like, I can't, I can't help you. And then I had to like guide his butt and then he wouldn't sit down and I'm just looking at his <laughs> ass cheeks and I'm like, dude, sit down in the freaking chair. Y'all, so the hard part is getting him up, right? Like, it took a lot of fucking effort on my part to get him standing up, right? Yeah. And then even when we started taking steps, he still needs some help. We're doing a little dance together. But when he, when he was upright, I helped. I, start, you, I stepped in. That's when you had a hand on his back. Thank <laughs> yes, you for that. After welcome. he was vertical. Yes, anytime. Appreciate it. Anytime. We get, we'd finish the transfer. He's standing in front of the chair. And yeah. what does this motherfucker do? He goes, oh, okay. Let me stand up right stand for a up second. Straight. And I'm like. Shrugs his shoulders back, does a stretch, stands up nice and six foot almost five tall. Ceiling. Literally. It was fucking crazy. Harlem Globetrotter. Yeah. I was he like, why didn't you just do that from the bed, dude? Truly, like, what honestly. the hell? Then I'm like, I'm just like, please sit the fuck down. You're making me nervous because this transfer was trash. Seriously. He starts reaching for the chair and he'd go halfway down. He'd be like, oh, no, stand back up. Yeah, and I'm move. like, sit down. And then Monty wouldn't lock the chair. She wouldn't let me lock it because she was trying to get the lines in the back. So it's rolling around. Oh, God, it's fucking Well, I had my foot behind it. And so, but that was part of our uninsyncness. We were just not in sync that day. Um, yeah, we were just like chasing our tails. But the patient made it to the chair. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder how he got out. No, we, and then the, the 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 nurse who's like a, a fucking shady, stocky ass. guy. He's like, so how did you do? We were like, uh, he did great. <laughs> you know, he did great. You will have no problem getting him out of the chair. Yeah. And Alyssa and I just dipped. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, how's the transfer? I said, uh, he needed some help. Some yeah. Good help. He's like, well, how am I gonna get him back? You can do it, sir. He said, how the am I supposed to get him back? Yours. Why'd you get him to the chair? I said, well, I did. I transferred him on my own. He goes, oh, you did it by yourself. He'll be fine. I got it. I was like, grab your balls, dude. Alyssa did like, it by herself. Yeah. I was like, also fuck you. I'm strong. Yeah. yeah and now i have to go to employee health that you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> Woo! yeah because even we had that centrally cannulated uh 
uh, ECMO guy and oh the one who's like a men mod to transfer he's not he's a mod okay which means he does 50% of the work I have to do the other 50% because he had to poop supposedly before we started walking and then he I went is in. a man that cried shit he does and I'm like dude it's just gas there's no turds coming but behind it is that. it's very loud wet gas so I always think he's actually shitting it is because speaking of loud and wet of course my student is not even there for a full week oh and we let me tell, <laughs> let me tell you how Alyssa got me back for the not helping her with this transfer she's a piece of shit so she sees this lady evaluates her who just had surgery and she tell and she's like the lady is a treat for me and an evaluation for Alyssa. she tells me oh yeah the lady did great she did awesome she's ready to go i told her y'all were coming in she's like a menacist blah 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 we walk in the room my student and i we start working with her first of all we have to wait like 15 minutes for the dumbass resident to take her chest tubes out and i'm like bitch i can take these goddamn chest tubes out why is it taking you so long just to take out two chest tubes anyway neither here nor there <laughs> so we get her up we walk in the hallway she walks to the window everything is fine before we get up and walk she farts and she's like mm, that really stinks and i was like hmm, yeah that smells like something's gonna come after that <laughs> we walk to the window the lady farts again like super loud so the nurse hears it and i'm just like that sounded kind of wet, but whatever. Neither here nor there. This is our last patient of the day. We get through this. We go to lunch, chart, and we go home. It's the weekend. We get back to the room. Here I am trying to support my fellow OT brothers and sisters and have this lady brush her teeth because she wanted to brush her teeth because OT, Alyssa, did not do it. So then we're standing at the, at the sink, and she's like, man, I just have so much gas. <laughs> and all of a sudden, this lady lets out the fart, and all you hear is, and i was just like and my student the way she jumped first of all i told my student i was like always keep your hands on your patient because you never know if they're gonna fall right and we don't you know i don't use gate belts so she didn't have a gate belt on when i tell you my student to give a fuck about if my patient (laughs) fell or not she she jumped back and was like oh my god it almost got in my shoes i was like she said every man for themselves she really did and the patient was like I just shitted on myself. And I was like, yes, the fuck you did. Yes, the fuck you did. We were, you know how many minutes we were in that patient's room for? 90. 49 minutes. Oof. I couldn't Cleaning even. up shit off the floor or what? No, I didn't do that. The nurse did that. Thank you for the nurse. However, I still had to change her clothes. Then she's like, I think I'm still going. Take her to the bathroom. I'm doing all this OT shit. And I'm just like, ma'am, I just want to come in and get 23 minutes so I can get out. You know what's no. funny is I did her eval that morning and we got up, we moved to the chair. She did well. But as soon as we got there, her stomach was making some fucking noises. I don't know what they she gave goes, her, but. She goes, I really just feel like I have to go to the bathroom. I said, well, you know what, ma'am? You did so well with me. The nurse will get you on the bedside. Come on. See, you bitch. You fucking bitch. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, I just really want to brush my teeth. And I said, you know what, ma'am? The nurse has a toothbrush and toothpaste for you. Yeah. No, she did not because I had to go to the <laughs> supply room and get it. But yeah, I guess that was payback. I warmed just, her up for oh, you. Oh, man. Got her. I, and I, I verbatim was like, well, you know, getting up out of bed is really good for your bowels. So no, it's not. You'll start moving here, here in a second. Here's the thing that I want everybody to know who's under the sound of my voice. When you go to a hospital, I don't care if it's there for triage, you go to an urgent care, go to a doctor's office. Just visiting someone. Never trust your farts in a hospital. It's never a fart. Trust me on this. It's never ever a fart just don't do it it's more than that it's more than a fart so just don't do that then (laughs) on the backs of that well not on the backs of that but um this week was like hospital week at our hospital yeah where they come in yeah awesome and they come and give you like all the shit that you don't want you when you just want the raise hat here's a snack here's a pat on the back i'm like i want a fucking raise and the thing is it's like you spend i really want to know from the cfo how much money do hospitals spend 
on feeding the employees because I guarantee that's a that's a few thousand dollars. Why can't we just come in and get five dollars? Uh, remember the time this week that they told us we had free barbecue in the cafeteria? There were barbecue plates, and when we got down there, there were hot dogs and hamburgers that's and potato true. chips. Yeah, and I, I said, "Bar, this ain't this is Texas, brother. Yeah. That ain't a barbecue. That's a cookout." Yeah, and then they had like a. Weren't they supposed to have a taco truck or something like that? Or or they that you had it? to pay for? Exactly. Oh wait, they might um, be having another one on on Monday. But. I think so. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So we're we're sitting in there and we're all having lunch and stuff. So the topic of this rehab corner, aside from the shitty day that we literally had, um, is about administrator expectations versus administrator deliverance, um, and how the two don't ever line up. Um, and so, again, it's hospital week when hospital week is basically the hospital acknowledges everybody that works, you know, collectively together to make the hospital run, to make it what it is. And they come in and give you all these gifts and wonderful things. And what I did find out was that the hat that they gave us was not supposed to be for us. That was apparently for nurses week. And remember how we got socks <laughs> that one year and we were like, oh, we're the only people with these socks. And they give the whole hospital socks. They just flipped it on us. They flipped it on the nurses. And literally one of the nurses was like, yeah, we got a hat for nurses week. And then they gave everybody else the hats. And I was like, wow, they can't even be like a step above. But anyway, um, so yeah, so we're sitting there eating, chilling. One of the hospital administrators comes in and it's like, oh, here's this snack. We're like, okay. Unlabeled popcorn, which already <laughs> is sketchy to me. Exactly. I was like, who made this popcorn? Who distributed it? Where do we get it from? <laughs> what flavor is it? Okay, what are the ingredients? What are the calories? Let's, <laughs> let's do that. And she walks in and so she just starts asking all these questions. And of course, I'm ignoring her because... Y'all, I've never seen someone <laughs> vie for someone's attention so bad. This lady keeps saying something and looking at Monica, saying things to Monica, and she's not fucking responding. Addressing the room, but her... Did you hear that, Weez? Yes, I did. She'll address the room and look at everyone, and her last stop is always Monty, and yeah. she'll linger there for a second and, like, nod to get you to respond, right. and you just won't. It was no, great. No, because the thing is, I'm already clocked out for lunch, so I'm not going to... First of all, here's the thing. When I am on lunch break, I don't see anybody. I don't want to hear anybody. I just want to eat my fucking food because I don't carry a snack with me on the floor anymore. So if I don't get it from one of the <laughs> nurse manager's office and if she doesn't have candy, then I'm running out of gas. And so I don't want to stand here and listen to you because now you have time to address people. I don't want to sit here and listen to you while I'm on my lunch break. And I had a really good lunch this week. So... I was just like, okay, I'm eating and I only have 30 minutes to scarf this down. I don't want to waste any of my lunch break with you. So I'm not going to entertain anything that doesn't serve me. And so <laughs> Alyssa tells her, she's like, is there anything I can get you guys? First of all, <laughs> when will I learn my lesson to stop fucking responding to I people? don't know. Because I keep telling you to shut up and you it's won't shut like up. It's like a tick. I cannot. It's your ADHD. It has to be. I'm like, why did I hit you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's Forgot. like, the, the administrator says, oh, is there anything I can get you? And Alyssa was like, we need squeeze balls. We absolutely like if anything else. Uh, number one on the list, we need squeeze balls. And she's like, okay, I can make that happen. Like hopefully pretty fast. And she's like, oh yeah. And an OT supervisor. <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah, we're working on the wrecks, blah, blah, blah. And then the last thing Alyssa says is we also need a raise. <laughs> I, was, let me, let me I, the I just was feeling the spirit. You really were. And, I, and the thing is, I wasn't saying anything because I already know that they probably feel like I'm an influence on y'all anyway. So I wasn't saying anything. And then Alyssa says, we also need a raise. This lady says with her wonderful child of God. So she says, well, you know, raises, raises are great, but you know what we have been able to implement 
my idea is a clinical excellence award for ancillary staff because Mm -hmm. you guys do so much right and you know how with nurses they do this and this and that and so I just, <laughs> I don't also, know what she made just, me. She just kept bragging on herself the whole time. She really she was like, did. This was my idea. And I presented it multiple <laughs> times and we finally got it approved. And uh, you know, you may have the chance to get an award for the things you do. But here's the thing. Award, not reward. Here, here's the thing. Last year I was nominated for the very same clinical excellence awards. I don't know why she was thinking that that was something new. I literally got nominated for a clinical excellence award. For your ancillary ass self? Yes. Mm-hmm. y'all when i tell you that i was just sitting there and i was I, and so but the thing is i kind of had an out-of-body experience because when she said that and i realized she just completely ignored the raise part like you could have just made a funny joke and just walked away but she didn't do that so then i, I turned around and i was like nothing says you're appreciated than ignoring the fact that you just asked for a raise <laughs> <laughs> and when i said that, i was like oh shit monica's trying to get fired <laughs> i'm not i'm really not i'm just i'm i'm just over it <laughs> <laughs> just over it but yeah i was just like yeah nothing says we appreciate you more yeah, than and then she was the like yeah, yeah but okay the squeeze balls and i said squeeze balls and a raise and a supervisor yeah. in that order she's like okay it was yeah it was then, y'all t- <laughs> fucking cherry sprinkles whipped cream on top we get our fucking weekly rehab what the fuck's going on in the department email <laughs> that we didn't ask for that we didn't ask for this was on thursday so or on want. friday right it had yeah. To, yeah or later that afternoon doesn't fucking matter we get an email hey here's the things that uh we've all been rounding on and talking about and we talked with the a whatever the fuck hospital position that <laughs> lady was and this is what we've come to the conclusion we're working on this this and this and we're working on a raise for the speech therapist yo so yeah uh, oh my god a race for the speech therapist that help okay, me we- choose me love me <laughs> okay meredith okay yeah the speech therapists are well fucking paid yes. as are we i guess but fuck it if i just told i just talked to the most senior person i can talk to at this point yeah other than going straight to the fucking daddy of the hospital yeah well here's my question though too why are we not why is like covid not incentivized for ancillary staff because when covid first popped it's off not covid anymore that, but still we need back pay back child support <laughs> i would okay? love back pay yeah i want you to look at every time i was with a covid fucking positive patient Listen. in that unit and i want to be but also if you work with ecmo aren't you don't you make more money was that not you make happening? like 50 cent or a dollar more or something it's like that still more than what the fuck i make but the thing is here here's my here's my biggest issue when covid first popped off the hospital went through a lot right not my business i don't care about it because that's not my company but i get it right you found money you cut other places and other people but you've somehow found money to give nurses bonuses for going into these rooms right everybody you rts were getting double and triple bonuses to come in because they knew that we were trying to prepare for the worst right because we had a little bit more time to prepare the problem is that once ancillary had to come on board which was very quickly in the process we were seeing patients what i think we got our first patient what it was like march 20 something Mm -hmm. so we went in kawintha and i we were the very first people from rehab to go well i would say from ptot because speech had already gone in there the week uh like in the very beginning um but we were the first two to go in in like three weeks after the COVID really happened, right? When we started getting patients. Yeah, we started getting patients. We we became ground zero very quickly. Yes, and there there was no way that these people on ventilators and ECMO could survive without having PT and OT involved. And the fact that it was always food that was given and it was never 
us being incentivized for saying, hey, thank you guys for sacrificing your fucking lives with a goddamn pandemic that nobody has a fucking cure for. Mm -hmm. But we're going to keep shoving fucking pizza. That's why I've when gained we were like fucking 50 pounds. <laughs> when we were hearing from other hospitals, we're making $10 more an hour to be in a COVID yes. unit. We're making $5 more an hour to be in a COVID unit. And the thing is, I even had a conversation during the pandemic with the CEO of our hospital for another reason. But I had a conversation with him and I brought that up to him and I said, you know, you realize that everyone else is incentivized and the way that you help our department to come on board is by what? Throwing money at us. The same way you get these doctors to come over, you're hiring all these doctors and these doctors don't do anything. Cause let's be clear, doctors don't really do anything. Mm -mm. They don't. They spend 60 minutes at the bedside. They spend two seconds at the bedside. Yes, they're doing surgery, so they're profitable. We get it. But at the basis of it, they do not, no physician helps to run efficiency in a hospital. They save the life. There is no quality of life. Thank you. Without That's ancillary. The nurses. That's yes. the therapy that's yes I agree. your job is the easy job i'm not saying no it's not saving somebody's life is not easy we need the life living right yes so that's you but then you know everything else we need to carry it out yeah until they get the fuck up out of here by going home or rehab or wherever the fuck but the reality is that there is such a disconnect when it comes to administrators where you tell them here's what i need like do you guys need anything to help with your job okay Every I literally time, gave that bitch a list. Every time we tell you what we need, the response is, fuck that. What about some pizza? No, it's, <laughs> it's fuck like, this. We've already actually talked about this in a meeting. You're not going to get any of those things, but we will on paper give you an award. Here's the thing. I would appreciate if administrators were like, have you ever seen or have been to the Wiener Circle in Chicago? Wiener Schnitzel? Wiener, the Wiener Circle. It's a famous hot dog stand that were made by two brothers. And basically the staff cusses at the customers and they tell the customers the truth. So you come oh, up like and they're, dicks. Yeah. And they're just like, what the fuck do you want, bitch? No, we don't have no fucking relish. Get the fuck out of my face. That's literally how they talk to the customers. I don't like that. Look it up on YouTube. It's hilarious. The wiener circle. And I kind of wish that administration was like that. When you were saying, hey, we need squeeze balls. Fuck your squeeze balls, bitch. We're running a hospital here. I would appreciate if administrators talk to us like that versus trying to manipulate and just like downright ignore what the fuck we are just saying. And I know it happens in every facility that that's in America. This is corporate America in general, mm -hmm. where their mentality is let's manipulate with prizes. So we want to, we have forums, go to the forum, potentially win a prize. You can get a free meal from the cafeteria that you eat in every day. Exactly. Like I don't want to go to the cafeteria. <laughs> I don't want cafeteria food. I mean, so-and-so's burgers are really good. However, yeah. I don't want so-and-so's burgers. You know what though? Remember that last time that I brought up very good points multiple times and they weren't well received until they were presented by a um, white, white presenting Hispanic. Yes. <laughs> so I'm thinking what my game plan is. I'm going to be like, Hey, white girl who's not really white. Yeah. I think you should present these ideas on behalf of my department. She's still going to get shut down. Cause yeah. literally everybody that was in that room looked African-American <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> twin. Yeah. She may be Hispanic, but that bitch looks black. Okay. Other one. She's black. You have black, half white me straight nigga. Okay. <laughs> There's nobody else in the room. She was like, yeah, no, so why like, is here for me to act? Yeah. This, this people of color clan. I can't. She's like, I know what's going on in the popular culture. Just and take the, the popcorn, but I'm just checking boxes in here. Just eat the popcorn. And yeah, so it's, <laughs> I did fucking take that popcorn. I didn't eat I it. I haven't eaten yet. I haven't eaten Somebody it. Somebody, I don't even know where my pickle is. It's missing. One of our coworkers was like, 
this popcorn's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, what is it? Is it caramel? She's like, no, it's like the kettle corn bullshit. And I was like, ew, I don't like kettle corn popcorn. That sweet and salty bullshit. But yeah, it was. <laughs> and that, here's the thing. From an administrative standpoint, I get it. Your job is to be the fluff, right? To come out of your silo, to come to the peasants. But this and has say, been a year where we two years where you can't do the fluff shit you right can't. now. You not in a fucking pandemic. Even like joint commission coming around and saying, "Hey, we need to do an audit." I was first hoping of all, that those motherfuckers would talk to me about something. Listen, I was trying to find them, and I think this is the very first time ever in my medical career that I could not find a single joint commission person when they were on campus because I have gone through many of joint commission surveys, and I was like, "Oh, I, I, I pray to God they come up." to me and ask well, me do a you question remember i was on the floor and this guy was like hey i'm looking for director of all yeah. of these icus mm -hmm. and i was like oh yeah let me take you to her office it's no longer her office we were walking yeah and i was trying to find her and i was trying to you know do my job but also get him off my back but not be rude yeah and uh i was like sorry you just caught us on a really busy day and he was like good and i was like oh that's fishy i don't like that yeah listen anybody in a suit and tie and then some heels I'm like, that's joint commission. I need to talk to you. Yeah. I was like, does so-and-so know you're coming to meet them? And he was like, yeah, I'm here for a tour of the unit. Mm. I was like, why? Interesting. I call you. Yeah. And I was like, please ask me a question about what I do here. Yeah. Do you feel safe at your job? No, absolutely not. Let me, let me tell you what I do feel. Utter disgust. <laughs> Every time I clock in. I got a chill up my spine. Exactly. Like I said, I just, again, I get it from an administrative standpoint. You have to do the fluff and buff to make your staff feel like you care when you really don't. Because here's the thing. The reality is you will never be able to fix something. If people complain about stuff or bring concerns to you, you cannot fix all the concerns because as soon as you fix one concern, they're going to come back with three more. As soon as you fix those three, they're going to come back with 10 more and it's a never ending cycle. But at the same time, just don't lie to your employees. Just, just don't. Here's the thing. If I don't have my squeeze balls by 3 PM on Wednesday, <laughs> you're it's fucking, uh, it's your head. I'm coming for it. So. That's enough time for Amazon prime. Bitch. That was Fowler. That was not Fleming. That was definitely Fowler. Absolutely. But yeah, it's, it's just, it's the lack of administrative support for me. I just want fucking squeeze balls and a raise. I would take a yeah. dollar raise. Absolutely. But you're deserving of that. Like, I really don't th like, and here's, here's the thing that I think irritated me the most about the speech that they gave is because they literally said, yeah. So I went in LRICU and I observed for about an hour and I got to see like the amount of people that it takes to get that one person out of bed. To me, that was the most insulting statement that so this person said. So you know said. how hard I'm working. No, no, you don't. You don't. Because if you are not literally in that room, not with what the shit y'all wear now. Let's talk about oh, yeah. the no, shit this, that nothing, we had to no. wear in April when this shit first popped off and how I used to win a wet t-shirt contest every day <laughs> with the fucking boob sweat that I had, even though I had on an undershirt underneath and would sweat through that and through my goddamn drawers every single day for nine months. I want you to put your hands on them for the full eight hours. How about this? Undercover boss don't get to just work an hour shift. <laughs> they work the whole day. You see they wig be twisted, they mustache be half hanging off. That's yeah. what I want you to because do. Because it's very different to go in and see how shitty it is to move one patient. It's very different to try to do it again at the end of your fucking caseload uh, when yeah. you have nothing left to give, but you have to go in there and move them. Yeah, it's it like It's like running on it's like doing your workout after running for an hour. 
You're already on E. You're already on E and you got to fucking push through. Like you're, you're literally about to burn out my fucking engine and you, you just, I observed and I can only imagine. No, no, no. I don't need you to imagine. I need you to strap your boots on, get your ass in the room and start moving some people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause that, that's the only way you're going to get it. But the, the reality is they don't care. No hospital, no administrator period. Not even just hospitals. Again, we talking about corporate America. They don't give a shit what you They're do. They're getting paid too much money to care what you say. Hey, unless it's a legality. And the thing is, too, from their standpoint, can you imagine going through life and you're at the bedside and you're at whatever little bullshit ass job and your desire is to move up in leadership? Wow, that sounds very familiar like my life. Anyway, and you finally <laughs> get to that point and you're like, wow, I don't have to do no work. All I have to do is go around with candy and cookies and... And all you have to do when someone complains to you is be like, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we, well, we talk to them. Damn, we talk to them. Wild. Yeah, we talk to them. But you let me know. I'm like, listen, you. you can't bullshit a bullshitter. <laughs> I'm definitely cutting that out. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's insane. I just really need hospital administrators to understand that you're too far removed. And this is why I feel like even in, in healthcare settings, you should not be allowed to be an administrator unless you are a healthcare professional. Ooh. That that's that's my hope. If I had my own hospital, um you would never in my hospital be ever able to apply to apply for any administrative position. I'm talking about CEO, COO, uh ACOO, nothing, not even a director position if you are not a clinician. And a part of your duties would still be every quarter, your ass has to do at least one shift back on your regular but job. That's good for morale. It's good it for is. you. It's good for like how how do you rule a, a department? I was gonna say kingdom. I'm watching a lot of fantasy. How do you rule over a department and you can't fucking relate to anything they're saying if you haven't done that job? No. You, you, I don't care if you did it 10 years ago. Nothing is the same for no, longer it's than not. a year. You know what I mean? Everything keeps changing. Absolutely. And especially the way techno- technology and medicine go hand in hand. As quickly as technology is moving where you get a new iPhone every single year, medicine is moving even faster than that. So what you did 10 years ago is obsolete now. I will respect information so much more, even if it's bullshit, if it comes down and you tell me, hey, I know this is bullshit. I had to do it yesterday. I did a whole shift. This is how we ran through it. It didn't really work out. These are the things we're trying to change. But for right mm-hmm. now, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Then, hey, this is how we're going to change it. I know it sucks and it makes no sense. And I would never do it. But here you go. Here's what you stuck with. Because even too, like on Friday, you know, we had this one doctor who's phenomenal in our hospital um, about there's some days he's. Some days he likes you, some days he doesn't. It just depends. You got to catch him on a good day. You just never know when that's going to be. So it's always a surprise. It's like Russian roulette. It really is. But with your feelings. Yes. And he will shut your, you'll be, good morning, so-and-so. And and he will just be as cold as ice. Look at you in the eye and walk away. He'll be like. And that's mild. Or even in rounds, he'll be like, we'll wait for you to finish talking. No, because it has to be pretty interesting. Would you like to share with the rest of the people? Okay, shut the fuck up. He won't say shut the fuck up, but he's saying it in his head. Anyway, <laughs> so he goes, long story short, he goes with Alyssa and I with this VA ECMO patient that we have. And, you know, I, he, I was in rounds just for that one patient. And he's like, Monica, what are, you know, what are your plans for today? And I, he was like, he's hallucinating. And I was like, well, my plan is to take him to the window. He was like, perfect, perfect, awesome. To the, swept, da, da, well, never mind. Anyway, so we go to the, to the little area. The doctor follows us in there. He's like, oh, this looks amazing. But the blinds, something, the blinds have broken or something and they won't go up because they're automatic. This like renowned physician in his white coat, okay, who owns one of the biggest medical areas, clinics, whatever, in our city. This man starts moving furniture for us 
so we can ambulate this jumping patient. Jumping on things, crawling Jump, over he, things, trying to figure out how to chair. fix the blinds. He's like, give me the hemostats. Rolls up the damn blinds, hemostats the blinds to the thing. Let's talk about bedside. Man. And I'm just like, this man with all his glory, who don't even have to work, who's a brilliant physician, still in his white coat, over here helping us move furniture. Because he and, was like, your job is already hard enough. Everyone's doing something. Exactly. I want this for this patient, so I'm going to do what we need to do to make it happen. Just jump in there and do it. If Dive a physician in. can do it. I've even had one of our um, renowned heart transplant surgeons um, recently in a room with me, and he sees me in the room with the patient. This man takes his white coat off, put it down, gets over by the chair with me, and is like, I'm going to help you. And I'm like, no, I got it. He's like, no, 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 I'm going to help literally helps me stand his patient and starts walking in the hallway with me with his patient didn't even use a stethoscope he wasn't even trying to listen to the heart and lungs he literally was just like i'm gonna help you move this patient we have nurse especially our one favorite nurse practitioner who's uh -huh. old school and she does not give a damn she is she will um, she's bailey she's, yeah she's definitely yeah. miranda bailey and she will that's what we're gonna start calling her that's bailey bailey will literally steal my cart and my monitor okay <laughs> and go walk my patient because i haven't gotten to the patient yet and be and we'll tell i don't want to hear you crying in this hallway you're gonna walk and you're gonna walk as far as i want you to walk so if clinicians this is why i say health like hospital administrators should not be allowed to be upper leadership if they do not have any kind of medical background and i'm talking about direct patient care if you have not done that you should not qualify for those jobs and you should have to do a quarterly round not rounding but a quarterly shift with the shittiest person in each department <laughs> of said department not not the shining star oh we're gonna put you with this one today to make your day easy no bitch we want you with the doo doo crew <laughs> okay so that you come back to reality when you're in these boardrooms making these decisions oh there goes gravity listen that that is it for me like Stop making dumbass decisions in these boardrooms when your ass is not directly reflect um, affected by the decisions that you're making in these boardrooms. Oh, productivity can be this, 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 and that. But you got to go text somebody talking about, hey, anybody doing an eval so I can refresh all my skills and know what the fuck I'm supposed to do with my goddamn job? Let me slow you down for your day and make you less productive can i can i watch I what, what you're doing? doing can i just watch i'm gonna go with you guys just to see and waste time if i get observed one more time i'm gonna call racial bias call benjamin crump or al sharpton i'm gonna call fucking martin luther king from the grave himself <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa has been observed what so, twice in like 30 days <laughs> y'all enough times for people at work to be like why are you in this unit so much and why do people keep coming to see what you're doing yeah. i'm like did i kill someone that i don't know about no i don't what the fuck it's convenient that you were observed with one with two different pts so it's definitely you it's me they're following you exactly yeah i think it's funny i do my job and i do it well so i'm not scared i'm annoyed do you know what i mean like yeah. whenever they're in there i'm not like oh my god i'm nervous i'm just like why are you here you're why not you helping here? you're not doing anything you're just getting in the way i know what i'm doing yeah but not like a um ignorant i know what i'm doing like truly i do know what the fuck i'm doing yeah so i need them to leave me and you don't know what i'm doing so how can you that how the fuck can you observe what the fuck i do you don't know what i do that for me like if you're coming to observe me to at least know my at damn least job know what i so that potentially if i was doing something wrong you would be able to jump in and tell me but you don't work with this population these machines none of it you're a shitty therapist through and through who got a leadership position and you suck didn't say that that was that's, that was Fleming. that's me but it's it's the reality it's the reality because you are so far removed and you are a shitty therapist at best 
you literally are just like, here's the thing about leadership. Remember back in the day when you like you had a job, right? Summer job. Let's say you worked at McDonald's. The manager started out on the me. fries. I could, I didn't definitely just didn't like work I that. don't. The idea of this is a bougie thing, but the idea of me smelling like fries all day, I couldn't fucking do it. I would That's just get privilege. high off my own product now. Probably six hundred pounds. Yeah, I'd probably eat hella I'll be, nuggies. I'll be eating the fries Make out of people's flurries things. out the ass. Well, if the ice cream machine is working. That's true. But my thing is, you know how when you grow up, go up in leadership, you had you start off with the fries, then you move to the burgers, then you move to being a cashier, then you move to being a manager. So if your employees are out for the day, guess what you can do? Back on the fries, bitch. Exactly. You know exactly what to do because you're not too far removed. That's why I respect McDonald's. Burger King and all these like even Chick-fil-A these franchises because you have franchise owners who are literally taking orders oh, and they know how to work the I always fucking see register. the Chick-fil-A managers on the fries yes. bagging the orders doing all that shit you cannot be so far removed from the from what your people are doing on a daily basis that you forget where the fuck you come from that's why again you as a CEO of any hospital should have a medical background period Period, poo. Or the kids are saying purr now. Now, the CFO, he don't need to worry about patient care. Yeah, you know why? Money. He's about the money. And that's what he's good at. He's supposed to be there. He he don't give a shit about these patients. Fuck all these patients. That's why insurances are the way they are, because mm-hmm. they don't give a shit, right? They just want their fucking coins. And I get it. But, yeah. Stop giving us food. And if I don't get my squeeze balls by Wednesday, 3 p.m., <laughs> we're going to have problems. Unless it's blowing it up. Thank oh, you very much. Jesus. I didn't say that. I just said we'll have oh, Okay. Gotcha. You know, I duly noticed she's not going to blow it up for any FBI agents that are watching or listening. Yeah. So that's our TED Talk for the day. Ooh, sot, y'all. Yeah. Check back in next week to th- see if I get my squeeze balls. I'm going to be hell to pay if I don't. That, listen, I'm going to put a poll on Instagram. Will Fowler get her <laughs> squeeze balls? <laughs> People be Let's like, what? just start keeping a, uh, a, a tally. A ca- yeah, like a countdown of how long it takes me or count up. Countdown. Countdown. Yeah. How long it takes me to get these damn squeeze balls. I'll raise hell. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that you're not going to get those for at least 30 days. <laughs> That's <laughs> my bet. the next, uh, what is it called? Until the next engagement surveys that come out. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Oh, that's this week. Here, Isn't it start tomorrow? Engagement here's surveys? the thing. When you have meetings about pointless stuff that can be an email, and then you have, then you send emails about stuff that should be a meeting. Yo. It's that for me. Yeah. <laughs> can't take it and i'm taking it there because my thing is this like you want us to make comments about what we're doing how we're doing it and how we feel we keep telling you and you're not doing anything about it so what's the point of keep telling you i'm just gonna come get my check and leave that's it and leave peace out peace out here's the thing that i've decided to do in the year of our lord 2021 i am no longer going to things that do not serve me i'm not (laughs) if it's not about patient care i'm not i'm no no you would have thought i fucking pulled someone's swan out their neck or something (laughs) like no you decangulated somebody on ecmo and that's why they're watching yeah that that, that, i'm I'm convinced we've gotten complaints that you're lowering the sweep of your patience (laughs) (laughs) we hear that you're traking people (laughs) and and fishing off to to or yeah you're deep suctioning and uh yeah yeah it's just yeah so administrators out there just um understand that we you have thoughts of us but we have thoughts of you as well t-h-o-t-z bitch what oh thoughts wild thoughts about you gotcha i was like what I, I, you went you spelled it so fast i couldn't catch oh it. my god thank you i'm a good speller no i just wasn't paying attention um but okay. yeah so administrators we you have thoughts of us we have thoughts of you 
Um, some are good, some are bad. Just understand that we are the people who are actually doing the work. And we need you to help us, to help you, to help us, to help you, to help us. To help the millions of patients we see. Here. Not the patients. I'm not there for the patients. I'm there for the okay. check. Okay. We're here for different reasons. That's okay. Yes. I need you to do right by people. That's it. Help me help you. Especially with ancillary staff. Ancillary staff gets fucked over so oh, much. Yeah. Ma'am. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the fuck? We're in the middle of a recording. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway. We're at the end of recording. On that note. Yes, we are. All right, y'all. Well, anything else we need to talk about other than my birthday? Happy birthday. Thank you. I am so happy that you have made it. Listen, your body carried you through a fucking pandemic. It definitely did. And made another year, another trip around the sun, as they say. Yes. I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Um, I'm grateful that my body is still intact, yet hurting, however, intact. And um, yeah, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful. That's awesome. Yeah. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be an amazing year. Hand in hand, I shall walk July. And on that note. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) See you guys next week. (laughs) You say bye to the people. (laughs) It's like, peace, bitch. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off every Tuesday where new episodes are released. <laughs>